Hey, mama. So one question I see come up frequently in different Facebook groups I'm in is like, what kind of work can I do from home so I can stay home with my babies? Or how can I contribute to my household financially without going out to get a nine to five? Now, I get it. You know, many of us mamas want to be able to stay home with our kids. But we also realize that, you know, we have to have two incomes in order to support our household. So in today's episode, I'm sharing a few questions you can ask yourself that can really help you in deciding on, you know, your work from home business idea. And then also some things to consider as you're choosing, you know, like a niche for your business. Now, I know many of you who listen to this podcast, you already have a business, but I still want you to tune in because you may find as you grow, as you work with more clients and different things, your business will evolve. You may even pivot. Um, You guys know my journey from VA to now life and business coach, which I'll talk a little bit more about in this episode. Um, But it's not just for those who are thinking about starting a business. This is really good for you, too, if you've been feeling this urge to maybe go in a different direction in your business. So uh, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, mama, are you tired of feeling stressed and overwhelmed trying to grow your online business with your babies at home? You desire more flexibility in your day, allowing you to pour into your family, yourself, and your business without running yourself into the ground. Mama, you can build your dream business and do it in a way that fits your current season of life. And I'm going to show you exactly how. Welcome to the Mama Term Mompreneur podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Singletary, daughter of the king, wife, mama of two, and life and business coach for mompreneurs. On this podcast, you will learn business strategies made for mamas just like you, who desire to be successful CEOs and fully present mamas without stress or overwhelm. So whether you're an entrepreneur who transitioned to a mompreneur or a mama turn mompreneur, I am here to support you. So grab your coffee, notebook, and pen, put in those earbuds, and let's dig in. Okay, so before we get into today's episode, I do want to share a new amazing free resource I created for the mamas who either want to start an online business or maybe ready to explore other ways they can serve their community in their businesses. And so I created a guide. It's called the Make Money From Home Work From Home Business Ideas for Moms That Aren't a Virtual Assistant Business. Now, I'll explain a little bit later in this episode why I didn't include, you know, what you can do as a virtual assistant. Um, But anyways, this guide really walks you through the questions that I'm going to be sharing in today's episode, and it gives you over 50 work from home business ideas. So you can grab this free guide at mamatermompreneur.com forward slash make money from home. Um, This will also be linked below in the episode description and in the show notes. Okay, so let's be real. Choosing a business idea can be so overwhelming. There are so many options available, and it honestly can be hard to decide, you know, what is best for you. Now, I'm speaking from personal experience. I remember when I first started trying to make my way into the online space, 
I was so overwhelmed by all of the information out there. There was stuff on being a virtual assistant, you know, being a mom influencer, being a blogger, you know, all these different things. And I'm going to be honest, I dabbled in a little bit of everything. I, so a few of the things I did, I did um, start a mom blog. Um, It was like me being, I think it was almost like one year into motherhood and the pandemic was still like in its full glory and everything. And so I was like, oh, I can talk about, you know, my experience um, being a first time mom in the pandemic. And I did stick with the blog for, I want to say about a year. Yeah, it was about a year that I consistently blogged and everything, um, but I really struggled to figure out how to monetize it. Um, And then I started um, doing like the brand ambassador, but like having like for my son. So like he was just this little kid model, like um, we would be sent clothes and stuff and I would take pictures of him, um, you know, in the clothes and everything like that. Um, I'm telling you guys, I've done it all. (laughs) Um, And then I was like, okay, this is not really generating the income that I need. So I also looked into um, doing like the transcription services, like where you transcribe the audio and everything. I even looked into proofreading. I'm telling you, I did it all. Like I was trying to figure this online thing out. And then I finally discovered you know, being a virtual assistant, which, you know, truthfully, it was a, um, it was a good way to get started. Um, but again, I was doing all of the things and I quickly got burnt out doing that. And so I was like, okay, I need to niche down. And that is when I moved into podcast management and really fell in love with podcasting and using podcasting as an effective way to market and grow your business. And then now you guys know I'm doing life and business coaching. Now, no, I haven't fully given up podcasting. I still have my, you know, seven day pot launch, get it done week, which the next one will be in April. Um, And then I also um, still serve a select number of clients in my podcast production side of my business, but also I support my coaching clients with starting their podcast, really helping them with the strategy side of it. So that way they are using it as an effective part of their marketing strategy. But as you can see, I have gone on this journey of doing all of these different things And yes, I did finally get to where I needed to be, but I shared all that to say is that one, there are so many things that you can do in the online space. And again, the options are just, they're unlimited. Like literally, if it's a need, then there's somebody who can serve that need basically. Um, And so trying to narrow down, you know, what you should be doing, like, even just to get started, even just to get acquainted with the online space and starting a business and everything, it can be overwhelming if you're not sure, you know, where to start, you know, what things to consider when deciding on a business idea. And so that is why I have like a couple of questions, actually four questions that you can ask yourself when you're thinking about, okay, I know I want to work from home, but I'm not sure what my work from home business idea should be. So the first question to ask yourself is, what am I skilled at? 
You know, we all have some type of skill. We have something that we are naturally good at. And so taking some time to really think about that, like, okay, what am I actually good at? And then the next question to ask yourself is, what is my educational background and experience in? And this is something I see happen a lot is when people transition from a nine to five to entrepreneurship. They had such a bad experience in their nine to five that they just want to forget all of that, just completely cut that out of their life. And then they end up going in a different direction in their business, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you went to school and you paid for this college education or you have so many years experience in X, Y, and Z industry, bring that into your business. Now you can do it in a way that you get to decide what that looks like. You have that freedom in everything. You literally can take that education, take that experience, wrap it up in the packaging that you want and serve people that way. So I know many of us, you know, if we came from corporate America, nine to five, we'd be having, you know, flashbacks, PTSD from, you know, that experience. And that's what I'm talking about for those of us who had, you know, a bad experience working for someone else. Um, and so we can be like resistant to, you know, taking that those years of experience and that education and utilizing it in our own businesses. And I, I just want to encourage you to not do that because you worked hard for that education. You worked hard, you know, to get all of those years of experience and it's still valuable. I even think about educators, you know, a lot of times with educators, the impact that you can make in schools is limited because you have the higher ups holding you back from doing certain things. But if you come in as a consultant, if you come in as an advocate, if you come in as someone who does like the professional development, different things like that, you have more freedom. You get to decide what that looks like. You can really bring about even greater change, especially thinking about what you experienced when you were working that nine to five, when you were, you know, in those people's shoes that now you can come and serve in a different way. Um, it just gives you a greater advantage. So I just kind of wanted to encourage you with that. Cause like I said, I see this happen a lot, um, especially for those of us who had just a very bad, like nine to five corporate America experience. Um, and then the third question to ask yourself is, what am I passionate about? We have things that we are very passionate about. It's like, you'll see the question where somebody asks you, like, you know, if you had to speak on something, no preparation, what can you speak on for 30, 45 minutes or whatever? And so like, that is like the thing you're passionate about. You do not need to prep about it because you know that topic like the back of your hand. And so think about like, what is something you are very passionate about that you can, again, in using your business that you can literally create a business around. Um, and then the last thing is like, what are your hobbies and interests? Now, this may connect a little bit to what you're passionate about, but also just like thinking about like, what are some things that you actually enjoy doing? Um, because when it comes to running your business, 
you want to make sure you're doing something that you actually enjoy. Because if you don't enjoy it, it's going to be that much harder for you to stick with it. Um, so really just finding something that you enjoy and again, that you're passionate about. So that way you have that as a bit of a motivation. Now, of course, not all aspects of business are fun and enjoyable. There are parts that really suck. <laughs> but if you're at least doing the work that you enjoy doing, that you know you're called to do, that you are truly passionate about, that's going to help you keep going. Okay, so now let's get into the things to consider, like when you are, you know, choosing a work from home business idea. So the first thing I want to say is that you don't have to start off as a virtual assistant. So like I said earlier that I was going to come back to this, I'm coming back to it now. So more often than not, I see people tell moms to just start off as a virtual assistant. While there is nothing wrong with virtual assistant work, and like I said, I started out that way, what people fail to mention is that there are quite a few challenges you can face when you don't have a specific specialty as a virtual assistant. Now, yes, there's competition everywhere and, you know, different niches are oversaturated, different things like that. But I do want to say is that like when it comes to being a virtual assistant, there is high competition with virtual assistants that are overseas. And those who are overseas in certain countries, they tend to have lower rates compared to like those of us in the U.S. And so this isn't to discourage you from pursuing being a virtual assistant if that is what you truly desire to do. I just like to lay all of the information out there, you know. I see far too often where it's kind of like a little bit clickbait or where people only tell you half of the story. And it's not always talked about how, you know, the virtual assistant industry, especially like over the last few years, has become even more competitive because like now you literally you have people who will do VA work for four or five dollars an hour. And it is sad that people are okay with paying other people that rate. But at the end of the day, there are going to be people who they will accept that offer of being paid for $5 an hour. So I think what really helps if you are going to be, you know, pursuing becoming a virtual assistant, find something that is going to be your specialty and really highlight that. You know, as we know, you know, you want to have that unique selling point and different things like that. And so you really want to find something that is going to make you stand out as a virtual assistant. Um, so that's just something I wanted to note there. But I do want to say that there are benefits to starting out as a virtual assistant. And one of the benefits that I have found is that you do get to offer a wider array of services because you just have that title virtual assistant. It doesn't like tie you into a specific thing like, you know, podcast management, you know, podcast management, all things podcasting. So you do get to like try out different types of things as a virtual assistant. You can do general admin, blog, copywriting, email marketing, social media management. Like you literally can do all of the things as a virtual assistant. So it does give you that freedom to, you know, try out those different things. 
But again, you don't have to start off that way, especially as I was saying earlier, if you already have like a specific skill set, if you already have experience and education in a specific industry, don't feel like you have to start out as a virtual assistant. You literally can take what you've been doing and you can change it and do it in a way that you will actually enjoy doing it and make that your business. Okay, so the next thing that um, you should really consider is that do not choose a niche just because you think it's going to lead to you making a lot of money. Again, we see out there all the time people saying, you know, just do this or, you know, work this, um, do this business and you'll earn 10K in 30 days and different things like that. Just because you choose a specific niche doesn't mean it's going to be more profitable than, say, another niche. At the end of the day, regardless of what your niche is, you have to market your business. You have to clarify your messaging. You have to get in front of your ideal clients. Like You have to do the things that a business owner has to do. So it doesn't matter what your niche is. You're going to have to do all of these things. So I I just want to say that because... Again, people will promise you all of these things and then 30 days later, you still haven't hit 10K months and you're looking at people like they're crazy. (laughs) And it's like, well, no, it requires a little bit more than that. Actually, it requires a whole lot more than that to start hitting those high income months and different things like that. Okay, and then the last thing that I wanna share is, is that know that just because you start out in one industry, in one niche, it doesn't mean you have to stay there. As you serve more people, you are going to discover what you enjoy and you don't enjoy. You know, you're going to discover who you're called to work with. So really figuring out like who your ideal client is and your business is going to grow. It's going to evolve. It's going to change over time. And that is completely normal. That is one of the reasons why, like, I always encourage people, whether it's starting a business, starting a podcast, like, you have to just take that messy action because you really don't know until you get into the thick of it. You're not going to know whether or not a specific niche is truly right for you until you give it a try. You're not going to know who your ideal client is until you work with an array of clients. And so you have to put yourself out there. You have to get started in order to find out what's working, what's working, what you like and what you don't like and kind of go from there. So I wanted to put that out there too. And as like I shared earlier, like you guys know, I went from trying to be a mom influencer to now doing life and business coaching. But in order for me to get where I am, where I am in a sweet spot, like I absolutely love the direction of my business. I had to work with different clients. I had to try out different things. For instance, I had to try out offering social media management to realize I am not a social media girly. I do not like social media like that. Um, And so it's like I had to try out different things. I had to do some podcast guesting in order to realize I absolutely love creating podcast content. And so you have to try out things in order to discover 
what it is that's going to actually make sense for you. And then the final thing is, I think I had said that was the final thing, but I have one more thing I wanted to add. It's actually not even on my outline. But as I always say, you want to take in consideration your current season of life. So if you have little ones at home and realistically you can't commit to like being on calls all day, and this is talking more towards like if you're trying to get into like general admin, maybe being an executive assistant, if you don't realistically have the capacity to be on calls all day, then that might not be a good option for you in this current season of life. So you may want to look at other things that maybe don't require as many calls or maybe there are things that you can do via Voxer instead of hopping on Zoom and different things like that. So those are some of the things that you really want to consider as you are deciding on your business idea or if you're pivoting as you're deciding on how you're going to pivot your business. Okay, again, I have that free resource for you guys. So um, it's really good for you, whether you are in the planning stages of launching a business or maybe you are looking to change directions in your business. But basically, a few of the questions that I mentioned in this episode, there is like journal prompts where you can actually just brain dump and get those ideas out. Um, But also it gives you over 50 business ideas that you can kind of just go through and see like what your options are. So if you want to grab that free guide, head on over to mamatermopreneur.com forward slash make money from home and you will get access to that free guide. All right, mama, I will catch you in the next episode. Well, mama, that's a wrap on today's episode. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang with me. If you enjoyed today's episode, will you do me a favor and follow the podcast and leave a review? Hitting that follow button and sharing your thoughts about the podcast are the best ways to ensure that other mamas like you find this show. Your review also lets me know if you're enjoying this podcast. So make sure to share your thoughts before you go. All right, mama, I'll catch you in the next episode.